minute. Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's The Daily Talk Show, episode 121. And Josh, you look like you're coming to us live from your grandma's house. Buongiorno. I, mean, <laughs> I, I am uh, currently, this is probably the best studio setup you could ask for because when you're creating a studio, you want sort of damp, uh, you know, damp sort of uh, audio. How do you describe it? Sort of walls, like you want to furnish things. You want to you want to put stuff up so that there's uh, the sound doesn't reflect off the walls. And literally, I don't know how to describe it, but this hotel has. I'll, I'll turn the video so you can see, TJ. It's got like carpet on the is all that, on the walls. It uh, looks like um, wallpaper, but is that is it fe- like is it a carpet yeah, material? Yeah, it's it's, oh, it's a wallpaper, but it's uh, it's got like this beautiful. I don't know. I'm out of my depth in regards to describing it but yeah it's sort of like a padded room but it's really nice sort of floral what floral you're describing look. is a brothel <laughs> is that really what a brothel's a lo- like well i don't know but a low-end brothel <laughs> why would the, yeah i don't know why a brothel would have felt it feels like it would be harder to clean that way i would <laughs> I, I would think that they would go for all sort of um uh hard surfaces did i but tell anyway, you about i don't want to go smutty on the show very early I mean, well, it's, been, always... it's been a minute 30 and you've already <laughs> you know, mentioned a, a brothel. I didn't, I mean, there's, there is, there, I was always fascinated by this one called the Daily Planet that was near my house where I grew up and yeah. they used to have open days mm-hmm. and it, horrible. Anyway, my brother is an electrician and he mm-hmm. was working recently at one near my office where I'm broadcasting from right now yeah. in Collingwood mm. and oh my God. He was in there to like change light globes and shit. Fucking hell. He said to me that he had to get down like behind the bed. And they like it wasn't working. Obviously, it's like closed when he's there. Yeah. And he p- pulled the bed head away from the wall and there's sh- tissues stuck to the wall. Oh, no. And it's just, it's everything you imagine. Anyway, that's not where you, you you're actually in Venice. Yeah, the, to be clear, these aren't just tissues on a wall. This is <laughs> some beautiful decorative stuff. But yeah, we're in a hotel in Venice. Um, we're in the, this is the one star room. Because Brie was saying, this hotel was, we're in the heart of Venice. And it was really inexpensive. Um, I think we're paying like 150 50 or 170 or something Australian a night which is nothing when you consider like we're in the heart of Venice and um yeah and normally it's a lot more expensive I think why is because we're in like the one star room but fuck I love it it's really good it's um that I, TV I, the the TV arm holding the TV off the wall looks like you're in a hospital but it's doing yeah, the it job, does right? have that vibe and also I couldn't put anything on the um tabletop because it's Sorry, the um, bedside table because it's mounted to the wall and it's on sort of it's on an angle. So anything mm. you put down, it just flies off. <laughs> so there's the, it's it's purely decorative. The whole city of Venice is probably not level. It's pretty much underwater. Like you're elevated up. There's just canals everywhere, right? All well, all I know is there's a lot of uh, a lot of bridges and stairs because we um. We got in yesterday, and um, Brie actually. 
You just sounded like a, a real tourist, just like huffing and puffing. All I bloody know is there's <laughs> stairs and there's Man. water everywhere. Man, I've got I've got stuff on that. No, but the um, yeah, there's there's a lot of bridges and stuff because we had to carry our bag. You can't actually drive. Did you know that you can't? You would know this. I'm just a big idiot. You can't drive on the island of Venice. Mm, well, first of all, Venice is an island. Did you? I didn't know that. I mean. I, I don't know these as exact facts, but I think there's where I am. I'm on some sort of island right now. Yeah, Did you know that. I I didn't know. I knew it was just uh, waterways everywhere, and yeah, which would mean that you're on little bits of land that have they've yeah. elevated. I think I heard it being referred to as an island, but anyway, the you can't actually drive in Venice, like on this island bit. So um. Yeah, we we got a a car to this uh this spot where all the buses and cars sort of stop, and then you have mm. you have your luggage and you have to find your way to your to your hotel. So there was a lot of um a lot of walking, and Brie actually apologised for how much she uh she brought on the trip because I told her <laughs> multiple times before we went. I said that be- I went for the fifty five liter, and I think Brie's is the eighty five eighty liter bag. And I said for her just to get a 55 litre. And um, sure enough, like, I'm not going to let Brie carry the 80 litre bag while I'm carrying the 55 litre bag. So I ended up, woof, woof. So I ended up uh, carrying her bag across Venice. Yeah. So You um, know what? Joke's on her when you slip another disc and you're fucking in an Italian hospital. I was was feeling so sore yesterday, but Brie thinks it's because... I've been forcing us to do like 40,000 steps a day. I literally have the same injury that I had when I tried my million step challenge. Yeah. My my um my right foot is just really sore because the um fuck there's nothing more boring than people talking about their health. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's from my tight calf. It's from my tight calf, guys. So, just to recap, it feels really weird because you yesterday I was talking to you at 6 a.m. Australian time yeah. and it was like night where you were now it's the role reversal so yeah. 6 a.m your yeah, it's, time it's, it's 6 a.m uh, my time it's 2 p.m your time and um the thing is that it actually the sunrise is at 5 30 but i get i think that one of the differences with the one star sort of hotel experience is they sort of say uh, I think sun is extra. Any sort of daylight, any light is is going to cost you extra. So our uh, our window doesn't provide any sort of real uh, light impact. So I'm currently lit by a, uh, a what could only be, de- be described as like a a wall lamp. It's a little bit different to a light. Is that I shaped think, as a it, penis? You are in not, a brothel. <laughs> it does. It does have, mate. You've got uh, penis on your mind today, but no, it's um. <laughs> No, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's, As, um, so there, there's not not much to update from Melbourne. I think when people are away and you're watching people live out their lives in another country that is not their home, you do kind of realise how boring your life can be. Not, I mean, <laughs> boring is probably not the right word. I'm I, I have a good life, but I'm not. It, it definitely isn't the same vibe when you're travelling. I mean, it, as you can well, tell, you're just how having, bored. I'm having new experiences every day, forced new experiences. Well, you but saw I what I was doing the other day was just finding a big dick that had been drawn into sand 
and Google <laughs> Satellite had uh, taken a photo of it and that I zoomed funny, into though. it. Again, very dick-heavy show, but uh, check out... <laughs> At Tommy Jacket on Instagram. How did you actually? Did you? How did you discover? So for people who haven't seen, you were uh, zooming in on Google Maps on the satellite view of um, it's like near Mornington Peninsula or something. Yeah. Where was it? I'll explain. So I just saw this dude who was um, who followed like a drone page and he posted this photo of the aerial satellite view of Point Lonsdale which mm. is just out of 40 minutes out of 50 minutes out of Melbourne. And is that different to Point Nepean? It is, isn't it? Other side. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So it's like near the mouth of the bay into Melbourne. And mm-hmm. it, he literally just had this, had a finger pointing to this, what looked like a big hole. And he said, zoom in on that. And so I, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what this is. So I like when I open up my maps turned into satellite mode and you have to do this on Google Maps only that I've found out. So I typed into Google Maps, Point Lonsdale, saw the hole and then zoomed in on it and the dudes who, and I could only imagine this being men doing this because most men find dick jokes funny. Um, It was you, wasn't it? (laughs) It wasn't (laughs) me, but it looks like some lake that has dried up and they've dug out the shape of a huge penis and Google Satellite has taken a photo high resolution you can zoom down in and see this ginormous penis and so i thought (laughs) i'll just put this i just made this little video because i laughed my head off and it's 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 fucking crazy and so all these people were writing on it and people did find it funny i had a few people go oh um um, you got too much time on your hands it's like i've always (laughs) yeah Correct. Yeah. Um, I've always got time for dick jokes. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> the, man, when Google Maps first came out at the satellite view, I spent so much time looking at different areas and zooming in on um, people's houses to see what sort of pools they had. Like, I felt like such a spy. <laughs> Did you ever get snapped by the Google street view cameras i've definitely I've, I've had them drive past me and every time i panic because i'm like i need to do something really funny because this is sort of this is going to be set in time for a while and so i'm sh- i'm sure i've seen a google um one of those google cars um come past and i've sort of um flailed a little bit like just sort of like move my hands around yeah when it yeah. first came out i had i had my personal training studio and I was like fucking so annoyed that they'd removed the uh, logo that I had out the front of my shop front. It cost I you mean, 1200 bucks. Yeah, I meant, fuck. <laughs> you you assholes, Google. Yeah, I know. It, help well, yeah, help the little they, bloke out. I remember, I don't know if they were that good at blurring faces at the beginning because I'm sure there was, to bring it back to the brothel stuff, I'm sure there were some <laughs> cases of people walking out of brothels and being caught out. I'm sure that I'm pretty sure that was a thing back in the day, but um, uh, yeah, the the room is great here in Venice. I also um, <laughs> uh, I I did. It's six a.m. It's quite warm here, and I did go to turn the air conditioner off before the podcast started, and Bree uh, woke up um, as I turned to the power off, going, "What are you, are you turning off the air conditioner?" <laughs> Because I was trying to make it as quiet as possible in here. So if you can hear an aircon, we've gone for comfort today. Uh, I can't hear anything. Audio quality. Okay, perfect. It sounds great. 
I mean, um, we do, the um, what I've realised from going away over the weekend, and you asked me yesterday about, oh, how was it? It's like, f- you, I, I know I rip into you when you're like, oh, I need my sleep, mm. but legitimately, I've I felt like a new person this weekend after sleeping, uh, mm. this week, sorry, the last couple of days, and what I've actually realised is, I slip into this fucking self doubt on myself when I'm tired and I can only bring it down to tired because this week I don't feel that but last week I was kind of I'd push myself you and I literally before you left we worked for 14 days straight probably longer Mm. literally worked every day doing something with the podcast or work and um and legitimately it's like became a shell of a fucking human you know to being relative to my world being tired and that's what even with this travel stuff is I notice that I'm like, man, why am I like, uh, why am I getting annoyed at something? Because that, the thing, the thing with travel is it's, and I was even thinking about all the little things that happened yesterday and, um, there's so many stories, but they're not that, um, you know, social media, you know, people always talk about the fact that it's this, um, glorified version of your life or whatever and you post the best bits and this podcast feels like an opportunity to sort of go against all of that but then i was like this could just sound like the most negative fucking <laughs> like josh's shit holiday but i'm having a great time but the sleep thing i can completely relate to because i we had to be up at um we set our alarm for 3 a.m um to go to the airport uh yesterday in London and um, I think we were doing the podcast we probably started recording at like 9pm so by the time I went to bed it was probably 10.30 yeah. 11 o'clock so I didn't have that much sleep and man the Ryanair experience it seems like a bit of a joke to talk about it do you know about Ryanair? Yeah I've flown them they've got like the yellow and blue logo and you can literally get a flight from London to Spain four hours for like 90 bucks, $99 yeah. or something. It's, it's, man, it's so affordable. And I've, I've used them before and I've, I, I love them in the sense of just no frills type of thing. And um, It's first on, like first on for best dress to get your seat, right? Um, <coughs> I think, yeah, I, I, you can. We paid for plus, which wasn't that much. So basically we're flying to Venice and the flights for the two of us through Star Alliance, who's sort of the um, uh, frequent flyer thing that we're a part of. It was going to cost like 660 for the two of us. And then I went on to Ryanair and for booking a plus flight, which means you can select the the um, seat, it was mm. uh, 200 for the two of us. So it was great. So we, so we did that. But where it all falls down is if you don't print your ticket beforehand. Well, you said this yesterday that you needed to find a printer because they mm. they want a physical ticket. They haven't got the machines to scan your phones and shit. Yeah, well, I thought so. They've got they've got tickets to be able to they've got the ability to scan your phone. But the problem is that if you're on a non-European passport, um, you you need the physical ticket for the visa processing stuff. So we um, I decided I was like, you know what, where um. We're, we're meant to be able to do it with the phone just because we're a non-European uh, visa holder. We we need to print out the tickets. I'm going to try and 
we couldn't find a printer basically so i'm like we're gonna risk it we'll see what happens we'll go we'll we'll go there and just you know if it's a little fee we'll just pay the fee yeah anyway we the it was when we arrived there's just people everywhere it's it reminds me of if there was some form of natural disaster and you were all to have to be in one, you know, they put you in those big stadiums and no yeah. one, everyone's like fighting for food and everyone's screaming at each other. And it's like, and um, yeah, so we, we got into the line to um, uh, basically drop off our bags, got into the line, got to the front of that. They saw that we didn't have a, um, that we only had our phones and I had my, boarding pass which on the boarding pass said this is not your boarding pass please print out the ticket so i knew it was a bit of a stretch but uh, and they saw and they saw your thumb and they thought let this guy through get him a, yeah, exactly get him game a, a wheelchair no <laughs> i do have a, a very uh interesting thumb but uh no so i uh i didn't qualify for any sort of special treatment but i've been saying to brie pretending or saying that you need a wheelchair to just speed through stuff could be an option, but I don't think I'm, mm. I think I have to at least wait until I'm maybe seventy or something. <laughs> you cannot, and, um, you cannot fudge that shit up. <laughs> you can't fudge it. But um, I re- remember seeing a life hack that someone um, uh, spoke about online, which was taking crutches to Disneyland and pretending ah. that you're yeah, and so basically yeah, you'll get uh, at the front of the line, but then. What a way to live your life. I don't think that's sort of... Um, it's probably yeah, not con that artist. Yeah, con artist. Yeah. They call it life hacking. It's fucking being a con <laughs> artist. But um, so we got to the... Uh, yeah, got to the front. They said, oh, look, you're going to... um, You, you can't go through... This way, you're going to have to go to customer service and get your uh, tickets printed. So we went to the customer service, huge line. We got there two and a half hours before the flight. Mm. Um and just to give you an idea of how long it took, we ended up running through the terminal to get our flight. Um, but the got to the got to the front of the customer service line, twenty pounds each to um, to print. So print it was, a piece of paper. Yeah, so it was forty pounds. So it was about I think it was Brees. It was maybe ninety ninety bucks or something. Maybe not that Mate, much. It, no, maybe it, eighty it, bucks. It's as good as the plastic bag rot that Woolworths and Coles have got going Mate, on. This is the thing. See, this is this is what's great about being away. We can really uh, we can see what our <laughs> both our worlds are at the moment. And you um, well, you've brought up Woolworths. Is this the third third episode in a row that you're bringing up the Woolworths? <laughs> um, Sam Mack, who we had last week on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality for him, right? Traveling all the time, you're actually tired, mm-hmm. and it's pretty easy to slip into like. I think people deal with tiredness. In different ways, and Sam Mac doesn't have to worry about uh, the plastic bag issue because obviously, being the weather guy at Sunrise, he doesn't do any of his own shopping. He would have <laughs> someone do that for him. But you do like I. I feel yeah rejuvenated, and even someone said to Amy at work, "Oh, you look you look fresh." Hmm. Well, it's either saying that I looked like a piece of shit before, or yeah. uh, that I'm so just many times when now. I've done that. Uh, people have responded. Yeah, I uh, washed my hair today. <laughs> oh yeah, that old one. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Fuck. the sleep thing. I I kept my cool. But Bree said, "Oh, like I was getting. I felt like I was 
wanting to get really stressed in the moment and you were like really relaxed the whole time. I think part of it was because you have to do the math and be like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Let's just mm-hmm. say, let's pretend that we paid $600 for these flights. So we've got a $400 buffer. We have to, and so we have to get royally fucked by Ryanair multiple times to, for mm-hmm. them to, to, to get it to that point. But, um, so Did you have was, the music when you landed that they played the no no music. no we didn't we didn't get the uh, you know uh, what maybe because it wasn't running on time I think that's that's why it was because normally the music says just another it's like another Ryanair flight on time yeah it was like twenty minutes late so you oh, couldn't shit. do it hey I haven't told you I'm doing Dry July and really without I mean, me <laughs> no I want you to take up take the baton. And drink drink uh, lots of wine while you're I away. I had an Aperol spritz yesterday. I mean, I could imagine that you thought it tastes like shit. Yeah, it tastes like medicine. But are you <laughs> meant to... I ate the olive. Are you meant to eat the olive first? Olive? I ate the, in an Aperol it, spritz? It had an olive in it. No, 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 no. It had... You had a martini then? No, it was an Aperol fucking spritz. An Aperol was, spritz? An Aperol spritz with an olive in it. Hang on. Aperol, yeah. I'm googling it, mate. Spritz. You well, because an Aperol spritz, you, an Aperol mate. spritz is it's got a slice of orange in it. Yeah, it had a slice of orange. In it. You don't need to Google it, bro. I'm living it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't have an Aperol spritz. You've had a fucking like uh, uh, you had an orange. Uh, hi at the Daily Talk Show dot com. If you've Hang ever on. had an Aperol spritz with an olive in it, what I want to know on. is okay. I found. Do you I've have fa- to? What I want to know is, do you eat the olive first or at the end? Interesting. I've actually f- I've found them with olives in it. I've never mm. had one, and I've had them in Italy. Okay. Interesting. That, well, because you were sounding a bit <laughs> fucking not. It was you were you had a bit of a blind spot there. It was like in Melbourne they don't bloody do it. No, no, <laughs> no. I actually had them. I had one when I was in Florence, and yeah, there's no olive the- to be seen. Well, yeah. please drink as many Aperol spritzes as you can. Well, the only reason that we did it was because it was the the same um, the same price for a, like a Diet Coke, and so Bree's like, "Oh, let's chill out. Let's have an Aperol." Are that you? Is there is there a sound in in your voice that is a change towards drinking alcohol? Nah, but it's still recovering from the hay fever. Oh no, I don't mean like actually in your <laughs> not voice, my but I mean voice. Not your actual voice sounds like shit, but uh, it sounds like you've smoked <laughs> thirty Marlboros and um, punching some tarts. You've been um, punching darts overseas. Yeah, Sandra and I actually in Europe together <laughs> punching darts. No, everyone smokes here in um, it, in England. Oh, sorry, not England in Europe. It's um, yeah, it's. A lot of vaping and stuff going on too. No, no real shift in the alcohol thing. I think um, I uh, don't. You know, like there's no reason. Like for people uh, playing at home, I uh, tend to not drink. Haven't been much of a drinker. Don't really. I think it's just uh, not really into the lads having a beer. Don't find it that interesting. But um, the idea of having a drink with a meal or something. Um, I could, I could get around. Mm. Mm. Well, I think you've got the sensible approach to drinking that most of us should probably implement, because mm. it's uh, it's 
a different world from me when I grew up. Have I told you about when um, my mate and I, Alex, he was um, staying at my place and then we are taking turns vomiting out the window because we drank too much the night before. Yeah, it's, it's probably and too like, much. I mean, I've done the equivalent of eating. I uh, We ate so <laughs> much. We ate. We didn't eat that much during the day, but then we, we tend when we travel to do two meals a day and um, I... Uh, we ended up doing three, I think. I know that you've, uh, for for long-time listeners of the show, I've wanted to get a segment up, which is Josh's Food Diary, where I just basically list off what I've eaten. Yeah, that sort of thing. The, the reality of, of that push- segment, it's it's more for you than it is for anyone else. Because <laughs> it's, it's more just true. so you, you've actually made a promise to yourself, if I talk about my food, I'll eat better. <laughs> I don't know if I, I have would. To fr- I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a, an achievement thing. No, but we... Um, the the thing with the the buying food and stuff. So to go back on what I did have, we um we before we even got to the hotel, we had this really yummy like chocolate biscuit thing, and um the panic that I've had is that we've um we bought Pimsla, which is like a really cool course. I really highly recommend it, even though I haven't fucking finished it or even gotten close. Don't but, even um, know what it is. What is it? Pimsla. It's uh, it uses a methodology to learn languages where you hear a phrase or a word, and then you repeat it back. And it's got it tells you when to repeat it back, and it's got this repetition to it. You don't read anything. It's all audio based, um, and it's used by the FBI. And if it's used by the FBI, it's good <laughs> enough for JJ. So the thing Jeez. is, you do learn. <laughs> I was expecting, given the FBI used it, I was, I couldn't help but be listening to it, thinking I was a bit of a fucking spy, like just that I was like, I had sort of diplomatic vibes going on as I was learning how to say hello and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but <coughs> the thing with uh, uh, Italy is that you definitely need to um, uh, know some of the language or at least have it at go. So doing things like you know. Uh, uh, what would I say? Uh, buongiorno, uh, uno, and there was like this pizza I wanted, which is San San Daniela, uno San Daniela, por favore, which is uh one, uh one of those, the fucking things, please. And um, the thing is, they straight away like ask, like they then respond with other questions. And that's yeah. just where it falls completely flat. But he, here's your approach, right, where I think it's going wrong. majority of people in Italy can speak English or they're used to idiot tourists like us. Just point. I think if you try to engage them in their language, they'll be like, okay, I'm up for this. And then yeah. they'll talk back to you in English, in Italian. So then you're like, you're done. But I just feel the, the biggest fear that I have uh, is... And maybe I need to push back on, on this fear a little bit. Is I just fear being a tourist. I fear well, just being a dumb, but just being a dumb tourist, like walking past Hard Rock cafes and seeing a fucking line out the door. Yeah. I just makes me sad. Well, you got you got the ultimate tourist trap yesterday. You sent me a photo of a receipt, and then you <laughs> sent me a photo of what you got for that outrageous price that you paid. Well, yeah, looked- this was this was a bit of a fuck up because we Brie and I said like we're happy to we're okay with being fucked once in Venice. That might be my book, fucked once in Venice, but um, <laughs> a travel guide. But um, in- 
you're going fucking insane. It's you, all set you, in the you, brothels you, that you're staying at. You, yeah, you self-filtered then. I realized you were you're like, do I bring up the brothels again? He did. Everyone, ladies and gentlemen, that's <laughs> very brothel heavy. The um, no, so we had some uh, antipasti. Is that what it is? And uh, uh, caprices. Uh, salad i sound so fucking bogan when i say all this but um yeah yeah no we made you had a meat you had a meat platter and some tomato and bocconcini (laughs) on a plate (laughs) it was basic and cheese yeah and we also the thing is that you what was also on that receipt was um uh two cappuccinos um the cappuccinos were five euros each so Mm. that was around eight bucks a cappuccino a little bit, little bit more than Melbourne, obviously. Well, to break it down, you spent $90 on yeah. a little meat platter <clears throat> and, and a little salad and yeah. two coffees. Yeah. It was... So, what I am still trying to understand... And we, we... There's this great guy, Rick Steves. He's this American dude. He's on public TV in the US. And he's a real, real likable character. If you Google him and go onto his YouTube channel... Bray and I, before we went away, watched all of his Europe stuff and he gives you all these tips. And definitely the tourist traps in Italy are very um, very common, especially in places like Venice. But the, um, the hard part is that it's, you're, sort of, you're in this dilemma, which is the places that are going to speak English or that are going to accommodate you mm. are going to be the tourist traps. And so that's what happened... Um, Yesterday is we felt like we'd gone over um, uh, what bridge is it? the Rialto Bridge I think is w- what it's called like one of the sort of the main areas in Venice so we walked across that which we were told by uh, the ho- hotel concierge that um, that was the um, it gets sort of less touristy there from a pricing point of view and stuff but yeah we. Um, where they get you is there's like a cover charge. So when you, which I understood. So there was a two, two euro fifty. What's the, you know how you say like, you wouldn't know the answer, two, but maybe. Two dollars fifty. Yeah. You've got, fi- you know, 50 cents. What is 0. 0.50 euro? Half a euro. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, half a euro is a way around it. Two fifty. Yeah. Two fifty. I could imagine. There you go. Hi at the daily talk show.com. Please let us know. I literally am not using Google. I'm just allowing everyone to um, email us. It's it's been great, but um, no. So they they charge you two fifty euros just to sit down as a cover charge each. So you're already five euros. So you've already spent sort of seven eight bucks just there just by sitting down. But then at the end he said, "Do you just want me to add the service to the bill? Uh, sorry, mm. service to the card." And, <coughs> and Bree said yes and so it was like a 52 euro meal which was expensive already mm-hmm. and then there was five euros on service so we ended up paying five euros for service five euros for so we'd spent 10 euros for just the privilege of being there so I don't know whether this is I need to work out the deal but basically I said at, at the point you know you you say these um is it brash? You say these, you know, things in in the moment. I said yeah. to Bray, I said, we're not um, eating anywhere in Italy the way we have to sit down now. We're only doing <laughs> straight food. You're standing up. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just standing up. I think they're, they're, in the, they're in the opposite. They're in the same boat where they're like on the lookout because they're, I mean, they're, they're not wanting to screw people over, I don't think, but they've got their town 
where they live is just overrun yeah. with people that are thinking like you are. Like I remember being at um, a cafe next to the Trevi Fountain in Rome and there was this Name dude. After, named after Trevor Long, actually. Trevi. Trevi. They've uh, handing out lanyards and yeah. water bottles there. <laughs> Thanks. I'm actually wearing my lanyard down. Um, but I, I saw this dude who pulled out, and, he, and they're used to rich idiots as well. He pulled out a 500 euro note. Have you seen any yeah. of those flying uh, around? No, no, have not. Yeah, if you see it flying around, grab it. But it's 500 fucking euros. Ridiculous. And he yeah. was trying to buy an ice cream with 500 euro. And yeah, he's like, the guy's like, I can't split this. It's $500. <laughs> and I mean, like a, it was like a tiny little, you know, like news agent thing with a Well, the funny thing is, what, I, what thing. I've... A friend uh, told us to watch out because what they've had happen, and this is the problem. My, I'm wary of balancing, r- avoiding being fucked over with just also having a good experience. Because if you go like super, if you're always worried and concerned about being hustled and questioning people on everything, and like mm. we went into one like a chocolate shop who was giving out samples, and this guy before he took it was like making uh, make it very clear like is this a sample is this free because yeah, clearly yeah. like they've had experiences where they've had a sample and then been charged or whatever but um apparently one of the uh rorts is you if you give a note say you give a 20 or like say you give a 50 euro uh they'll then um uh and you're expecting change they'll then say oh no you gave me a 5 euro so oh, what? And so what you need to do? What uh, our friend said is, when you give over money, communicate how much you're giving. So you yeah. say, uh, "Here's fifty euro," and ju- so just making it more obvious. But even yeah, I had I, that I, with um, Vodafone, like getting the Vodafone SIM card, and literally there's a sign that just says like tourist deal. Anytime I see tourist deal, I'm like, mm. you're trying to fuck me. I'm like, can I get something that's not the tourist deal? And he said, sorry, this is all we've got. When I was pissed in the States at a bar and I just had for some reason stuffed money into my pocket. It's like all the notes, a paper look the same across the American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when you're off 20. your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make some form of stripper joke. So I've fallen into your your um your uh, brothel territory there, but, uh, <laughs> mate. You're the uh, one in it. <laughs> no, no. To be clear, this is a a beautiful one star hotel in Venice. I'll I'll have to take you know I'll take a photo of me as well and put it up uh, on our Instagram, the Daily Talk. So show. W- when are you actually in a place for an extended period of time? Yeah, because I did because uh, I did say this to you. I said. This is about traveling slowly. We don't want to be just darting from place to place. And so at the moment, it is a little bit about getting out some of these big tourist spots. Um, and then we'll, uh, and then we're going to start slowing down. So from, we've got another couple of days, two, another two nights in Venice. And so today it's, uh, here it's Tuesday at, um, you know, around six in the morning and it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday there in Melbourne. Yeah, it's Tuesday there in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, you know, around two p.m. So we've still got uh, Wednesday and Thursday. I think basically on the fifth we leave to go to to Florence. 
um, on a train. So then we'll spend a few days there and then basically it won't be until probably in, a, in about two weeks time we'll really start to slow down and I'd love to start doing okay like two weeks in one spot. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We've got some... Well, I'm, um, I, I, I'm doing two weeks in one spot continuously for the next <laughs> Mate, you're being really consistent. In some regards, I'm like seeking what you've already got, TJ. Just like, <laughs> I just want to be home. No, it's... Um, it's no, I know uh, the feeling when you're traveling though. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, but um, well, a, I think... Yeah, go on. Was that? I was just gonna. I was gonna wrap up. I was gonna do a bit of it's the daily talk. Mate, I was here. just about to go into a monologue of another forty minutes. Well, please, it's been thirty-five minutes. <laughs> no, um, I've actually got to see my accountants because end of the financial year is, is this new is account come. or is this the old account? Old account. Okay, great. Uh, it's a daily talk show, everyone. Uh, <laughs> just, just for an update for we're, you. We're just, we're just no. doing an ad. I'm just doing a bit of admin. I was going to say, how's Andrew? You're moving to my accountant. Very exciting times. Uh, it's a daily talk show. Thank you to everyone who yesterday we put a call out for reviews of the podcast. And um, uh, we we got exactly that. We had a, a, a couple of people give us uh, not only ratings, but they went to the effort of doing a review, which is our preferred method. Uh, uh, Rowie Dog said, uh, my number one podcast. I'm a new listener. What a great show. Uh, do yourself a favor and tune in now with two exclamation marks. Another one from Unknown Identity. I swear it wasn't me. Uh, they say, legends, high quality banter, discussions and insights from two of Melbourne's finest. Yeah, Maybe I, said to you, I, th- I thought it was <laughs> Jeff Jowett because he, yeah. he caught us a couple of doing Melbourne fashion he said uh, well, a couple of Gucci, bit of, Gu- Gucci, couple of model. Gucci models, a couple of Gucci would, models. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if Jeff just hadn't known how to put a username in and just had unknown. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I appreciate like those. Uh, well, we put those out. You said that yesterday and it usually mm. takes a little while for a um, an actual uh, review to come through. So they may uh-huh. have been flowing yeah. in from the weekend. Appreciate no, no, no. It was, it was literally, um, uh, I like to think that my uh, um, call out helped. Uh, Rowie Dog was from 23 hours ago and Unknown Identity was Monday. So I think they're both, I'd like to say that this helped. But um, uh, thanks to Russ Keys too. I we, we did a bit of a call out asking what people want to hear because I'd felt that the last episode was a little bit of a clusterfuck. And it's just when you're doing this every single day with, um, you know, you have your days that are where you just yeah. think, oh, that was fucking boring. Like, I think people got nothing. We're going to lose our whole entire listenership. Well, um, I think what the reality is, is what we're hearing can be a struggle, but hopefully mm. you guys are hearing a really nice polished product because yeah. yesterday I could hardly hear shit of what Josh was saying. So yeah, there was, it, it was, was the uh, technical issues. We've sorted out the technical stuff and it's working but fucking trade now. I will say, as soon as you pull up your phone to look at anything, it yeah. sends the quality of your audio horrible to me. So really? Can, are you running audio off your phone? Um, internet no. from your phone? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah it just dest- it destroys the connection to me. So, I, I uh, lose you. Okay. So, I'll just... Yeah, because I'm tethering on 4G at the moment to make all this work. So, I won't touch I could it. do a whole hour on how annoying that the internet over in these countries is so much better than Australia. Yeah. Well, we should get Trevor... We should get Trevor Long on... Um, Either when I'm, I mean, when I'm back, that's gonna be fucking ages away. But he's very <laughs> in tune with all of this internet stuff, um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. It all comes down to 
in some cases like your ISP and shit like that. But yeah, I think that it, I can't help but get a little bit annoyed at uh, the internet in Australia. Uh, it's, it's annoying. Uh, yeah. Hey, hi at the daily talk com. Give us an email. Yeah, you, that was confusing because you said, hey, hi at the daily talk oh, yeah, hey. Well, it's hi at the daily talk com. Yeah, send us an email too. And we're on, uh, we're on Instagram, the daily talk show. And so I'm, I'm making an effort to post less on social media on my personal account. So when I used to travel, I would post four or five times a day. And so I'm sort of limiting it just to maybe you know, either once every couple of days or you know when we hit a new town or whatever yeah. it is, just in case we've got sort of friends around. I love that you promote the Instagram, but then talk about why you're creating less content no, for the platform. <laughs> no, so what I was going to say, no, what I was going to say is I'm doing that for my personal one. But what it means is a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the Daily Talk Show, I'm going to be posting more on the Daily Talk. I don't give a fuck about how much I post on the Daily Talk Show. So yeah, true. I'll... Um, uh, stuff that's specific to and because you don't have to worry about the quality as much because sometimes people just want to see the uh, the quality of the uh, the fucking carpet on the it's not carpet by the way on the on the walls it's I don't know what it's called but it's it's the uh, can, can you do a, a video material. of your thumb just moving Feeling across it? the material yeah. well yeah it will give you a good sense it'll give you a good sense of it uh, of anyway. both the thumb and also <laughs> thumb. the wall Exactly. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I'll be in Venice still, and you'll be and I'll, you'll I'll be, be in Collingwood. Collingwood. Right. Catches. <laughs>